you need to know. The Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning. You're listening to Bloomberg Quint's daily morning podcast with me, Alex Matthew. Well, it's been a torrid couple of days for the equity markets, starting with the U.S. stock market collapse on Monday. The three benchmarks in the U.S. have since clawed back some ground on Tuesday, ending between 1.7 and 2.3 percent higher. The Dow gained 567 points, a little over half of what it lost in trade on Monday. Asian markets similarly have opened in the green, having fallen sharply on Tuesday. The Japanese Nikkei, last I checked, was up as much as 3.1%. But back home, all eyes are going to be on the Reserve Bank of India's monetary policy review that's set to be announced later today. Here's Bloomberg Quint's editor of Banking, Finance and Economy, Ira Dugal, with everything you need to know before the policy decision. Ira? The Monetary Policy Committee will announce the final review of the current fiscal year on Wednesday at 3.30pm. All economists, 33 of them, polled by Bloomberg News, said that there would be no change in the benchmark repo rate, which will be retained at 6%. That's not to say that the policy would be a non-event. Economists are watching to see whether the MPC turns more hawkish and takes a tougher stance on inflation. Consumer price inflation has been on the rise and in December it was above 5% at 5.22%. That is above the midpoint of the MPC's inflation target of 4 plus minus 2%. The more important question is what will inflation look like in the next fiscal year? Well, there are a couple of uncertainties there. One of them being the rising global crude prices and global commodity prices. Also, the government has now committed to ensuring that farmers get a minimum support price, which is at least 1.5 times the production price for the Kharif crop. Will that spark inflation in some food items? That's another issue that the MPC will debate. They will also take note of the money markets, where bond market yields have been rising over the last few months and are currently at above 7.5%. That's 150 basis points higher than the benchmark repo rate. Will that mean that the RBI will take a slightly softer stance on inflation and comfort the markets? We'll watch to hear about that. Final point note will be the global volatility that has picked up in recent days. The RBI may caution investors on that. Thanks, Ira. Let's now turn to some of the other news updates. Hong Kong-based stressed asset investor SSG Capital has purchased Bhushan Steel's loans worth about 2,500 crore rupees from two public sector banks, that's Bank of Baroda and Union Bank of India. The purchase was made through Indian Asset Reconstruction Company, Assets Care and Reconstruction Limited. The Indian government has apparently paved the way for the listing of Indian Railway Finance Corporation by granting state-run companies exemption from deferred tax liability. In a notification, the Ministry of Corporate Affairs said provisions related to deferred tax liability wouldn't apply to government companies for seven years starting April of last year. The company's tax liability was seen as a hindrance to its listing, an official told Bloomberg Quint on condition of anonymity. In earnings, Hero Motor Corp's net profit matched analysts' consensus estimates, rising a little over 4% in the third quarter. Lupin, on the other hand, missed street estimates, with profit declining 65%. Note here that Lupin was expected to have a weak quarter, but the performance was worse than anticipated. For more details on these results, log on to the website bloombergquint.com for the full reports. 
In international news, SpaceX, which is Elon Musk's company, launched its new Falcon Heavy rocket for the first time. The rocket is now carrying Musk's cherry red Tesla Roadster towards an Earth-Mars elliptical orbit around the Sun. And if equity markets weren't enough to worry about, some investors that took the punt on cryptocurrencies are finding themselves on quite the roller coaster ride. The Bitcoin hit its lowest level since October before recovering as worries over tighter regulation by US authorities and central bankers elsewhere gave traders fresh reasons to exit after a brutal start to 2018. The Bitcoin then rose again for the first time in six days. Well, it's now over to Darshan Mehta for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Darshan. What's it looking like? Hi, good morning, everyone. The global markets, uh, at least on the equity side, have recovered sharply. The SGX Nifty is indicating a gap up of almost 150 points. However, commodities are trading weak today. But uh, lots of numbers today. Among the Nifty numbers, Orbindo Pharma, Sipla and Aisha Motors will report numbers. And among the mid-caps, there's BML, Ikra, Indraprast Gas, Ipka Labs, IRB Infra, Kaveri Seeds, Polaris, Prestige Estates, Reliance Home Finance, SRF, Torrent Power and Voltas. Among the numbers that came in after market hours, strong numbers were reported from KEC International, Ashapura Intimates, Gandhi Special Tooth, Gujarat Alkali, Shanti Gears, Vindya Telly and Ramco Industries. The companies that reported in-line or mixed set of numbers were Hero Motocop, Thermax, Tasty Bites, Heritage Foods and weak numbers were reported from REC, Dish TV, DIC India and Cupid. In news that came in in the Economic Times, it says that HDFC could move to acquire controlling stake in Canfin Homes and ET also reports that Vodafone is in final talks to sell its 42% stake in Indus Tower to Bharti Infratel. Couple of orders that came in yesterday, KEC International got an order worth 2035, Bajaj Electrical got, got a $4 million order in Zambia. Praj got a letter of acceptance for 16.7 crore order from BPCL and McNally Bharat gets an order worth 68 crores. The only bulk deal that was uh, uh, worth mentioning was Vito Switchgear in which Reliance Wealth Management sold in half a percent stake that it held at 190 per share. And in the FNO band, Gen Irrigation is the new stock in the FNO band while India Cements and Vokhart come out of the FNO band. But there's much more you need to know before trade actually starts. For that, log on to our website bloombergquin.com and click on the All You Need to Know tab and you'll be prepared for morning trade. Thanks, Darshan. By the way, before we end, the Auto Expo kicks off today. So watch out for all the coverage from that event. And that's all we have for you on this podcast. But there's a lot more on the website, like Darshan said. So do log on. Thanks for listening. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day.